0: Kwanviyoma Law, P-L-L-C, is 100% native-owned and operated, founded by Varen Kwanviyoma. Their practice areas include corporate law, business transactions, finance, economic development, gaming, casino development, online gaming, real estate, environmental permitting and approvals, telecommunications, government affairs, employment and labor relations, historic preservation and cultural resources, and energy. Kwanviyoma Law is committed to making positive and lasting change in our communities as they support nonprofit volunteering, community activism and employing Indian preference in hiring and vendor relations.
1: Your family's health is important. Access and Kids Care can help you care for the people you care about. See a doctor on or off reservation at IHS, Tribal and Urban Indian Clinics or anywhere else. Health coverage through access and kids care is offered at no cost to tribal members, their children and their grandchildren. To make an appointment with someone who can help you apply for health coverage, visit CoverAZ.org or call 211. If you already have access or kids care, don't forget to renew. CoverAZ can help with that as well. That's C-O-V-E-R-A-Z dot org or call
0: 211. You are now listening to the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. I am your host, the five-star, five-diamond chef, J-Man, and with me is Hopi on his mother's side, Carl. Uh, Can I do the introduction? I just did the introduction. I want to do the introduction. I just did the introduction. Good morning you out there, Hope He land. do the introduction <laughs> when I already did the introduction? And how can you say good morning when technically it's the it's afternoon? It's good morning because we released it's, the episodes the in the afternoon. morning. And I keep telling you this, that not everybody- Everybody listens gets to up, the episode everybody listens into the morning, into the some morning. folks I, probably listen to it in on the their drive or probably listen to it's it on end. their good night, morning you know, Land so, out there some people that are kind you're of you're messing up my introduction about us right they now. probably drink and get drunk and then they listen to us cuz that's the only way they would listen <laughs> that, to us I, I'm so trying to I'm trying to say they're, my they're, introduction they're right now good morning land out there welcome to the new exciting episode of Carl and Jay Well, I think a lot of people are you know that Carl isn't aware of how podcasts operate, so I guess that's fitting with him trying to do an introduction after I already did the introduction anyway <laughs> anyway and so we're we're back with our our second episode of season 10 and you know it, it's it's funny because then when we concluded last week's episode yeah. that yeah. you know and i text you the, the day that the episode uh um, released i was asking you know so did you get any hate messages yet yeah <laughs> did anybody text you you know pissed off that you disenfranchised their child of their hopiness and this and that and but you know it, it, it was kind of funny that we actually got a lot of positive responses really and i, I I think I think the fact that really that a lot of the positive response just comes from the fact that we talked about it. Because, yeah, you know no, like nobody are nobody talks to about talk these about things, these like things publicly yeah. because then you know like we said before that it it upsets it, people and that uh, it. It, it's, it's very it's, divisive. People are afraid to get very chastised, polarizing, yeah. and you know it causes arguments. Well, yeah. I, I guess you know to to not not to boast ourselves up too much. It's not like we we're saying this to anybody's face. <laughs> no, where it, it's a it's a topic that everybody wants
1: to talk about, but is too afraid because of being chastised yeah. or being mocked or, or being or being uh, ousted in a way,
0: or, or you know you're talking about it, you know, like
1: yeah, so, yeah, it, and their it's, kids it's like that. Them, you know, it's like here. that forbidden. To topic that since, because, you know, we, we as hope you want to include everybody, but yet we don't want to include everybody mm-hmm. in a way it's sort of like, yeah, you're invited to come and participate, but you can't participate, uh, you know, in the, in the traditional way sure
0: yeah and then you know a, a quick update i didn't want to bring this up last week because we never do it when we say it yeah. you mentioned it towards the end and i was just thinking like shut the fuck up carl we never <laughs> we never do this but we actually did it we actually did it we finally did it that uh there is actually bonus content that's available for monthly paid subscribers yeah and so you know because then you know th- the way that i guess the anchor app functions is that we had to basically push out all of our 30-pack circle of sponsors in order to set it up. And so we did reach out individually or at least as best we could to everybody just to notify them that this move was being made. And so there was actually a few folks that we didn't, reach out to because we didn't, know, yeah, we didn't know we didn't know how to get a hold of them yeah, we, we couldn't we find couldn't. them on social media yeah. that there's no um, contact information available to us but if you're still registered. if you're listening to this and so you know we have contacted a few of these folks but uh, this message is uh, for Gary Lamayesva Candice Berman Brandon J. Coin, Michael Ray Michaela Williams Marie Nachi Troy Lamovaya Dion Sania Aaron McEmress Deidre Leslie and Alexis Kehi we appreciate your monthly contribution contributions so much but unfortunately anchor did not allow us to keep you on in order to create this paid content yeah. or it's just Carl and I just don't know what the hell we're doing so Troy this comes. is for you so. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so and so you know we, we did reach out to some of you and so for those of you that we did not reach out to that you will have to resubscribe and recommit to your monthly givings but the bonus is is that you do have access to bonus content yeah yeah and plus two, if we do get enough uh, email
1: subscribers we'll be emailing you uh, special updates and stuff like that along the way as well too. So I know that you, there is email. So uh look out for that.
0: Look out for those things like that. And I know Carl uh, just not, does not stop with these <laughs> promises that I, this is a promise un, that fulfilled. And so I, know, like, I like, like, you, you know, I, I, keep, I keep telling you this, you're like a I real res dad this. that just, you know, <laughs> says real, that re- you're going to take your kids to Disneyland when you get enough money. And then you go on a binger and you <laughs> blow all your cash at gray mountain. And then, you know, oh, sorry, kids you know we'll go next next year it's it's basically how j man so I, I guess i guess that's fitting i guess that's fitting that you make all of these bad promises <laughs> it's, it's and a, and a good, good really, promise it's, it's a good good, good it promise it resifies the podcast so it, it's, it's a, a good it's a good promise even more i promise
1: you guys then then we already are and i so, i am a promiser you are a promiser yeah and you don't deliver and so, and i do deliver i delivered on this one here <laughs>
0: only took you how
1: long <laughs> Two years. <laughs> so look for your, look in your email,
0: uh, email box in two years. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, I, I guess, you know, to keep going with uh, your favorite question, you know, how was the weekend that J Man was at the Hurt Show? J-Man was at the Herd show over the weekend. And so for those of you that don't know, that the Herd Museum is this native museum located in Phoenix, Arizona, and that you know, usually it's like the first weekend of March that they have this big old Indian market. Yeah. And all these native artists from all throughout the Southwest and probably even Beyond the boundaries of the Southwest, they all come down and they come to sell a lot of their arts and crafts, jewelry, paintings, carvings, etc., to all of the Bahandam out there that just love Indian art. And you know what? The biggest takeaway, yeah, the biggest takeaway for me was of attending that show is that. It's an art show, right? Like, you yeah, have all yeah, these yeah. artists out there showing the art. And they, they had some cultural dances and things like that. But I was looking around at all the people there. Because it's not just behind them that are there. It's natives. Natives show up, too. And they you know, they, they go to be social, I think. Because none of, yeah. us, none of us can afford to buy the $1,000 paintings or the $1,500 <laughs> jewelry that yeah, the yeah, yeah. artists jack up their prices. Because we call them white people prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference. There's white people prices. And then there's, and then there's native, native prices. Market yeah, prices. there's native and, prices. And so, just depending on where these artists are selling at. And so, of course, none of us can afford the white people prices. Yeah. So, you're just there just to bullshit with each other. Walk around and make sure that you're seen. But the one thing that really stood out to me is like, why are people dressed like they're at a powwow and we're <laughs> at an Indian bar? here. Yeah, like, there were so many ladies walking around with ribbon dresses. They weren't and, white, and, you were know. They? Guys had you know kind of their their best native gear on, and because like I I mean I'm I'm not trying to be a hater, but then like for me like being there, <laughs> like being there, I was wearing my air force ones i was wearing underdressed did
1: you say i had my
0: avengers uh zip up that i bought from disneyland (laughs) and probably the most indigenous thing that i was wearing was my phoenix sun's baseball cap Um. that had uh, a touch of turquoise on the sunburst and so that was probably the most native thing that i was wearing over the weekend and it was pretty cool though there was there were a lot of People wearing the turquoise Suns gear. Yeah. Even though you know that you know I've, I've said what I've had to say about it, but there were, were a lot of that, and so you know the, the Suns fandom is being reinvigorated through throughout the state of Arizona. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, but then you know, I for some reason I, I really was thinking about that, and they were natives, like natives. Not yeah. I mean the Pahanas had all their native bling on Bahamas were powwowed out and the natives were were just being white people and then the natives were being powwowed out but the Hopi guy was being white white peopled (laughs) out and so you know because I thought about it you know it's like why 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 do we try to emphasize our nativeness, yeah. I guess, at these types of things because then, you know, I the only thing that I was conscious about as far as what I was wearing was because I was there representing the company. I was there on business. Yeah. Yeah. I was there representing the company. And so I, I wanted to make sure that I had one of our T shirts on. T shirts yeah. that's yeah. made by the organization. And of course because it being a Hopi organization that there were Hopi descriptions On the t-shirt And so that was Really the only Concern that I had That's I gotta have One of our Organization's shirts on But then you know Like that As far as my Totis had the Had the white man Shoes on As far as you know Hovi Napna Had the white man And then all the White people were Trying to be native Representing you know My superhero fandom Had the Avengers Zip up on (laughs) And my Phoenix Suns Fandom Had the Suns Baseball cap on But then you know Everybody else you know I'm going to a native thing So I have to look The part but then, yeah, you know, guys like us, guys that come from the res in the morning, you know, you take your shower, you wash your face. But then I guess in a sense, you, you take a shower, you're, you're washing your nativeness off yeah. because then you're taking all the mossy off. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that you take a shower in the
1: mornings. Yeah. You, you do yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah. Must be a white man. Well, well you know, that <laughs> explains a lot about you. <laughs> I'm native.
0: Go uh, bathe down at the Pawe. You don't go <laughs> bathe down at the
1: Pawe. You, every, every you morning. have running
0: water In your house Carl And you take a shower in the morning Just like everybody
1: else <laughs> So I'm a, I'm a real true Hopi I get my water from down below and You get your water there. from the sink <laughs> <laughs> But anyway Um did anybody ask for your autograph? One person did.
0: Really? One, one person did. Your coworker. I was. I was gonna. I was gonna bullshit because you know, like the line for the front yeah. red stand was so long. Yeah. I was just gonna take a picture of that and put it on the social. <laughs> like, this is the line for the J-Man meeting in Greek. But actually, one person did come up, and so shout out to them that they came up on Saturday, and so yeah. they're they're graduating from high school, moving on to the universities, and I think they said that they're going to go to the, the University of Arizona, and so that 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 was oh, pretty okay. cool to talk to somebody that's uh, moving up in the education. Ladder. So they were a young person mm-hmm. that was
1: really interested in the show. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. They didn't just say that, look at that old man over there looking all bummy-like. What are you talking about? <laughs> just like, look, mom, there's that old guy over there. He looks familiar, like J-Man. The, the, where's, where's the real old man, Carl? Because you know, we know Carl's older <laughs> than J-Man. So. They were probably asking, man, who's that other guy? That hot, hot young stud, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I mean, like, um, you know, besides talking about like the education wise and education, educating uh, youngsters into going and because nowadays it's all about education. It's all about trying
0: to uh, learn something, right? Learn something in the Bahana way. I suppose you, you don't like to learn because every time that I suggest like real intellectual topics on the podcast, and you're like, oh, that's boring. I don't want to learn about that. because well, you're, like, a, you're a boring like, real person. True <laughs> res fashion, I guess. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't say that to demean like the reservation, but, you know, there, there is a population of folks that, that Carl represents and, you know, that they're, <laughs> they're just uh, really contentional. Yeah. About absorbing additional information, and so for some reason it's like the, the information that they've obtained from birth to where they're at, like that's good enough for them. Yeah, it's good enough yeah. for them. You and mean so? Hence, you mean like uh, and real, so hence, real hope? And so hence, you know, I think people like you, you are mean, the reasons. You why mean like uh, like real hope? You have all of these <laughs> half-built homes because it's good <laughs> enough for you, or that you know you have a lot of these areas that need improvement, but yet for people like you, oh, that's good enough. Yeah. So you know, I I, I tend so, to blame a lot, a lot of
1: those things on, on folks like you. So for us real hopies out here, and then you guys are out there that are kind of like for, not for, for real, for, not just pretend
0: for, on for, the weekend Hopis. For, for you lazy hopies that you guys are so <laughs> with that even to the point to where exercising your brain muscles, so you guys don't even we wanna, we open we, your ears we as to real learn people. more information. And so you know, I I, I think that's that's the the. What well, you're really trying to say? We as real Hopi people
1: take in that knowledge and keep it for ourselves, <laughs> and then you uh, fake Hopis, ones that are just on the weekends. They, you know, they try to include everybody. Again, Carl, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you
0: talking about? <laughs> All right. Well, let's go get into. Well, the topic. as Carl is finally done, completely derailing the episode. <laughs> I'd like I to thank derail, you for that I didn't derail so anything So if you turned off Or anybody else that turned off <laughs> let, Let's blame Carl for that Because you know it, It's not enough to I'm Make making, sense um, of conversation I'm making a point
1: Because this is what We're going to be talking about I don't even know What you're talking about <laughs> We're talking about I don't bl- even know What we're you're talking, talking about We're
0: talking about The blood quantum Of like true hockey. I, I was versus- trying to have A conversation And for joke's sake and they weren't even good jokes. They were. They started were running bad. your mouth. They were bad jokes. You just started running your mouth, and then you started derailing the whole conversation. It wasn't derailing. It was. And it then was now, it was a now, perfect, now, as perfect way as to usual. Enter, the as usual, the has to pick up the pieces and put something actually productive. For for this episode. For one. And, so, and so I thank you, Carl. And there you go. You're not <laughs> stopping. You're not stopping. You're still <laughs> continuing with the bad jokes for jokes' sake. And so, you know, I, I you would think that, you know, you had a weekend right. Yeah, I had a good that weekend. you would have had enough rest, enough sleep to have your brain ready because yeah. you knew that we we're going to record today. Yeah, but at least something funny. Yeah, at least that, something that is, funny. It, it is, but it, I guess we're at that point where you're throwing spaghetti on the wall and hoping that it sticks. Well, it is sticking. And FYI, right now. Carl, nothing sticky. It is sticking. Nothing sticky. It, the only thing sticky. that you've accomplished is pissing me off, oh, and yeah. then trying to make something entertaining. Of well, this. all that spaghetti's on you now. So <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I, I accomplished my goal. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so we do we do have a topic. Yeah, today. Yeah, we do have a topic. We, we do have a topic today, and I, I think that this this topic kind of stems off of last week's episode. Yeah, because last week we did have a conversation, and I, it's kind of funny because last week's episode was a, a smorgasbord episode. But then, yet you know, we we did touch upon one topic that ended up taking up the full duration, or at least over half of the episode, and really yeah. that the discussion was around who should get initiated or yeah. who should get whimka who, who truly should. The blood quantum and, part of it. And, yeah. Well, not necessarily because then, you know, I think that when in that particular dynamic that we're, and I think that, that that's how this is becomes fitting because then, you know, when I asked you about this topic and that's what you said, we already talked about this, but not really because then in last week's episode, when we were talking about this idea of who and who shouldn't get Wimka, I think it was really from this concept and this idea of, of, what we perceive as Hopi's traditional enrollment process, which is a, a matrilineal society. yeah. And so, you know, I think that and that was the, that was actually the thought that I had, too, was that, you know, is this something that we've talked about? I think we've brushed over it. We did brush over we've it. We've brushed over it. And I think we that mentioned it but, for the yeah. full duration of all the conversations that we've had that really a lot of it was just. Based upon our traditional concepts Or at least our idea For the traditional concept Of enrollment was But not necessarily speaking To blood quantum specifically No And and so you know And I thought that You know it would be a good idea For us to talk about Blood quantum specifically Because then at least We can throw ourselves In the conversation Yeah Because then when you're talking About specifically Just a matrilineal thing Then you know It kind of excludes us At least as far As talking about those That don't fall within that realm Of being considered because of their where where they are in that matrilineal line, and then so like talking about blood quantum, what does blood quantum mean, Carl?
1: It means the 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 entirety of whatever whatever uh, whatever hole that you have as a as a tribe or as a person or as an individual. Um, you're you're seeking that where it's like. Uh, Like how, how much can we influence a person to, (laughs) to like, uh, I'm trying to, my thing is falling down. That's why. Hold on. Like we're, we're trying to, we're trying to teach how we, we as individuals make ourselves like as who we are, like as, as a Hopi, as like, you know, as an individual, are you Hopi enough to be this person or are you like you native enough pretty much as this as as a individual it's more or less like you know if you were a south dakotan or like you're a sioux indian like you know there's a lot Mm -hmm. of people Mm -hmm. out there that look like a a white person right yeah but yet their blood quantum is like one eighth or one thirty second of Mm -hmm. being a native Mm -hmm. and that's where it's like saying i am native because of my blood quantum there Mm -hmm. and then when you when you hear that on the reservation when you hear blood quantum you hear you kind of automatically like discern or di- di- digest that that saying of like oh i must be like a whole indian like a whole a whole like four four pretty much like you know one you know four four <laughs> am i am i kind of making sense here i i don't know what the hell you i am you. no idea. i <laughs> What I'm really trying to say is that... This when is we think
0: the funniest of, thing you've said all day
1: today. Oh, okay. So, so well, the, the the thing that I'm trying to say is that when you think about blood quantum, you think about yourself as being a whole person rather than being like a half person. Like when you think about like other well, natives... What, what does a
0: half person look like?
1: A half person is like, like you know... Like no legs? They got no legs? No, yeah. a half person is like, you know, how... How we perceive like half breeders? They, they, they walk on their stomach or <laughs> like half breeders, like you know, like muggles basically. Like when you when you think about like you know the Harry Potter world and everything like that, you have like the the full blood the full blooded wizards, right? You know the Slytherins basically. I don't watch Harry Potter. You know, watch though. Harry Potter? Okay, well then you're you're in for a good treat then. So like when you think about it, like you know you think about like the Slytherins were full-blooded uh wizards and then when you have like muggles muggle born meaning meaning that you know your mom or your dad is a basically like a human being or like you know person that has is non-magic those are the types of um sort of
0: like the blood quantum pretty much how we kind (laughs) of see in a way in a way where it's like that and and so you know a tidbit to the listeners is that i i Intended to mention this in last week's episode at the beginning episode, but I completely forgot about it But you and I were actually invited to speak to uh, a university class And so, you know, by default, I guess, you know, professor carl. Oh god That that would make a good conversation for the halloween episode But professor carl and professor J Man are were actually invited to speak to a college class and so Carl did his best impression of trying to get prepared for that class. And you know, I Carl, like I said, I, I thought it was a pretty it was a pretty nonsensical <laughs> explanation <laughs> actually, of, of what Actually that of you trying know, that, to explain what blood quantum is.
1: Well, I'm trying to give the listeners uh, you know, kind of like the like the low down of what really what blood quantum is so <laughs>
0: <laughs> and plus but, too i'm
1: trying to fix my microphone so
0: and and so you know i actually you know i i did try to prepare for this episode and so you know there there was a podcast that uh, a native podcast um, yeah that was talking about the topic of blood quantum yeah and it, it was kind of one of the more famous i guess podcasts the the um all my relations you know it's two ladies yeah yeah that that talk about Issues. So shout out related, to all my ladies, related, yeah, all
1: my relations.
0: <laughs> related <laughs> related to Indian country. And so, you know, they had this real long conversation about blood quantum kind of yeah. explaining the histories and the origins of it, even to the point to where they're getting like real scientific about it. Because then, you know, blood talking about the actual blood that runs through your body that, you know, is there a way to test it to truly identify from, from where you came from. Like, and then basically, you know, kind of uh, this idea of blood quantum being weaponized, I guess, quote unquote weaponized to um, like that disenfranchise folks from being connected with their native and native roots, I guess, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or even being accepted as a member of the community, or even reaping the benefits of being a member of the community. And so, you know, this is the stuff that we never really got to talking about. And but, you know, I, basically, I, blood quantum, uh, I, I don't think it has anything to do with Harry Potter, but rather, you know, it, it's <laughs> it's a form of measurement. It's a form of measurement to determine how much Indian a person is. Yeah, And so, you know... And this, I just said this, that. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I just said the a same long. thing. <laughs> you did not <laughs> I explained it with Harry Potter and stuff. So and, and so, you know, because then, you know, with with tribes and like that, like if you're a person that knows absolutely nothing about Native people, yeah, about yeah. Native communities, that we actually do come with a certificate of authentication And that certificate of authentication being our certificate of Indian blood. Yeah. And so all of us have this this document basically stating by law that we're technically Native. And so we both, you and I, expressed this in the last episode that we're both fourth fourth Hopi, and so that by that decree, technically, all of the blood that runs through our veins is is Hopi. By and I did that in air quotes Hopi. That I guess that's the government's way of saying that we recognize you guys as as being Hopi. Yeah. And, and so you know, due to like things like intermarriage, that you know, not everybody is fourth fourth anything yeah that you know that like you said i guess to your to your example muggle borns is that what you yeah, call Muggle-borns. It? M- muggle- yeah muggle borns meaning that your parents come from different stock uh, stock yeah and and so you know and i, I guess you know in, in in terms of that like you know utilizing that term stock and that you know that this tends to become offensive to some people because we use blood quantum as identifying as native folks then you know are we, are we in then Making ourselves parallel to things like dogs, right? Because you know people sell dogs, yeah. And depending on yeah. the the um, h- how much a breed a certain dog is, the concentration of a breed that then makes them more rare, I guess. You know, and then um, if
1: you're selling these dogs, then it, the, it raises y- the cost. You know, I remember, I, I think I said this before: is that natives are the only people here in the United States. That have a card depicting that they're native. You know, we we are the one. We are the only ones here that state that who we are, rather than you know anybody else out there stating who they are. So we're we're basically like claiming we have to claim ourselves as being native rather than us showing who we are. So I think that you know it's the same concept of like the dog breeders, like what you said before, is that yeah, it's like um like this is a pit bull. Can you pro- prove that it's a pit bull? Mm-hmm. Here's his paper. Here's his sir- certificate yeah. of authentication. And then it's the same way with us.
0: I'm I'm, I'm native.
1: <laughs> are you Are you native? Prove it.
0: So, Here's my so, papers. So, so we're gonna get somebody to come here and give you a haircut like a poodle, <laughs> and then we'll we'll put you in the show. They'll they'll do something really artistic Fancy. with that uh, back hair on your lower back area, <laughs> <laughs> with the one chest hair that I have. <laughs> They're gonna braid your. Hair that's around your nipple, <laughs> all intricate, and you know, make that make that uh, stand out issue, you know, yep. and raise, raise that, the price of That, that one red hair or that's we, on we your you chin, stock. <laughs> 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 and and so you know, and I guess that you know, this topic then becomes like a real, a real. um polarizing topic like throughout Indian country yeah. I guess and you know it was really interesting too to, to listen to these AMR ladies I think that's what their initials are yeah. on my the relations these AMR ladies that um, because you know they talked about the history and basically you know this idea of blood quantum was introduced by the federal government oh yes that yes. they created this idea and said you know they, like a ruler they threw it out like a tool and said okay tribes that in order to determine who belongs who who's a part of your communities who is your people People use this measuring stick to determine how much native somebody is. Yeah, and then so yeah. like in turn, for example, the Hopi tribe that they've adopted this tool set and they said that, OK, in order to be considered Hopi, you have to be this high to you have to be this tall to ride this ride. Yeah. And so the minimum requirement is that you have to be a quarter Hopi. Yeah. You have to be a quarter Hopi to be able to ride this ride. And so however that combination comes from, then that. Determines your eligibility Whether you can be enrolled Into the Hopi tribe And so For a lot of different tribes It's different Like A lot of them Use blood quantum But not a lot of them Use a quarter I know some tribes That use an eighth Yeah Some people Some tribes One sixty-fourth Yeah and and so you know it, it's uh, it's varies it varies from tribe to tribe, as far as who can be enrolled, and then you know like like for example now because you see it a lot on Facebook, you see people asking questions. What's the phone number to the Hopi enrollment office? Yeah. Uh, how, yeah. How, what are their hours? You know. And so basically it's these people that are trying to get in, in contact with our enrollment. More than likely they're trying to enroll their kids into yeah. being Hopi. Yeah. And then you know for me because I've I've been through that process enrolling my own children. Yeah. That, you know, for example, my son, I i swear to God, it took over a year for him to get enrolled with the tribe from the moment that I handed in my application. Yeah. And then for them to go through the process of, of doing what they do. Yeah. And I guess what they do, because then, like that, you know, this idea of blood quantum. And, you know, if you're a muggle born, I guess that, you know, because. For our tribe, for the Hopi tribe, we don't allow dual enrollment, meaning that if you want to be enrolled with the Hopi tribe, you can't be enrolled with another native tribe. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's part of the process that takes it forever. And so like my the Res famous wife is is technically a quarter Navajo. Yeah, and and so you know she has that one quarter Navajo blood in her, and so then that um, matriculates down to my children, and so now my children are thinking like an eighth Navajo, eighth, now. yeah, and so because we have to disclose that information on their papers that they're an eighth Navajo, and so now in turn a part of that process is okay now we have to contact the Navajo tribe and ensure that these children aren't enrolled with Navajo before we approve for them to get enrolled and then i think the final part is that it actually goes to the council mm-hmm. and then the council is the one that approves the enrollment if you're list. hopi or not yeah 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 and then so you know it's kind of like one of you have one of those parties that like the castilas, you know when they become <laughs> u.s citizens yeah. and you know you're taking pictures no and they're finally hopi now and then and then uh and then i guess you get wasted Tevehongnem Creations is an indigenous woman-owned small business specializing in handmade fine arts, primarily custom jewelry and attire. The artist behind Tevehongnem Creations is A.J. Nakwaitiwa, and the work she makes explores the relationships between modern culture with a respect for Hopi traditions and values. The pieces she creates results from her hope to make indigenous art visible. Nakwaitiwa aims to promote and sustain the continued practice of those arts for future generations. You can find available work online at www.tevehongnemcreations.com, and you can also follow at under score on Instagram and Twitter or to them Creations Facebook to stay up to date. It's so sad because going through that process to become a
1: Hopi has kind of religiously kind of, you know, embedded in our in our minds to say that I have to enroll my children because if not, then they're not recognized as Hopis. They're basically a lost tribe in
0: a way. Or, or just a lost people, or a lost people, because then, like maybe they yeah. don't identify as being Mexican. Yeah, or they don't identify as being white, or
1: yeah, exactly. Or, and that's what I, that goes back to the cards, where it's like you have to have a card saying that you are a native, or are you some sort of, uh, you know, from a tribe, basically. And that's how it is on the on the Hopi tribe. Here is that. You know, we, we have to have a card. And I know that... I don't know if you have your card. I was just about to ask you that. Yeah, I have my card. I have my card saying that I'm I'm Hopi. I'm from the Hopi reservation. This is
0: my clan here, you know. And, and so that answers my question because I was going to ask you, does the Hopi tribe provide enrollment cards? Yeah, Which they do. Yeah, they do. And you have one. I have one. And you carry it in your wallet yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere you go. Yeah. Because when you leave the reservation and you're passing Border Patrol... They ask for it before yeah. you get onto Navajo. Yeah, no, yeah, they do. <laughs> I don't have a card. You don't I have don't, a card. I don't have a card. So you're lost. Try. I, I have. Well, see, I have my. I have my CIB. Yeah, which is the the paper. The Your standard, certificate of birth. The standard yeah. paper. Yeah. I have that, but I don't have a card. Because then I felt like I've never needed, needed. to have it. Yeah. Because then like, like, what do you use it for? Like, do you go to a K-Town store? And then <laughs> is there like a special discount prices for I wear piece? I wear mine to Walmart. You, you present them the, the card and then they give you that special 0.5% <laughs> off. I wear mine to Walmart. On gas. I wear mine to like Target or Walmart. Or there are certain restrictive areas that you need it. Like if you want it to go to Tawa Park. <laughs> The park <laughs> rangers are there, and you can't get in unless you have your your
1: Hopi card with go you. Go to Grand Canyon and wear that. <laughs> it's so strange because you know they say that natives are f- free to go in, mm-hmm. but yeah, we had to pay every time. Oh really? Yeah, I must not be native enough to <laughs> get, get in Your card, your cards. My card is, is forgery.
0: <laughs> that's like this guy's not real native here. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know I didn't. The one thing that I did want to point out though on this episode for sure is that you yeah, know, because in, you know like like. On social media, right? Like, there's this huge voice of yeah. like activists, of AIS warriors, yeah. or, you know, like all of these Indigi warriors. I don't know what we, you throw Indigi in front of anything. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then that's like your CIB. It makes you native all of a sudden. But then you, you have all of these people that, you know, talk uh real negatively against colonial constructs you know and so like a col- what's a colonial construct card? i have no idea what a <laughs> colonial construct is and, and so like like colonialism like, col- like it relates to um and so which that do comes you even from- know what the col- colonial? <laughs> is. i'm trying to do my best amr impression <laughs> <laughs> no, but but and so so like you know a colonial construct is yeah. something that's created by the colonial government. Yeah and in this case the United States federal government yeah. is the colonial government because then you know there are colonizers. Yeah. That they come from a colonial construct from Great Britain or from just the European states. Yeah. That that's just how they've operated for hundreds, thousands of years. That yeah. you know it's our 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 purpose is to conquer, get more land, and expand our empire. And yeah. so, you know, the, the federal government is is part of this or is at least created from this and so and basically you know all of these colonial constructs are ways to disenfranchise the indigenous populations and to leverage power for the colonials, which is the federal government. And so, you know, through the AMR stuff, you know, talking about blood quantum being a colonial construct, that it was created to eliminate native people Mm -hmm. because then they predicted the future and basically what's happening now is that we all moved off the reservation, we're all intermarrying, and that, you know, we're all having muggle-born children. Yep. God damn it, Carl, now you got me using this term. (laughs) Nice. Now we're all having muggle born children and that basically it's their idea that they're going to marry themselves out of existence because then like that like the measuring stick for Hopi is a quarter that you know you have quarter people running around out there and then they marry somebody that's not Hopi and then in turn their children fall below that quarter minimum and then therefore they can't be Hopi and so then the Hopi lineage stops there and so you know, and so I, I guess that that was the intent of of uh, introducing blood quantum it, is that we're gonna marry ourselves out of existence. You know, uh, Sherman Alexie, you know the the famous yeah, na- yeah he he I actually he's only a quarter native. He
1: actually wrote the the book uh, what was it a uh, Tonto and. Um, Lone Ranger, Ranger, something in heaven, yeah. in heaven. Yeah, and in there, in in one of the one of the par- or one of the chapters there, he talks about blood quantum, and he says he states that this we are actually doing internal genocide to ourselves okay. because of the way that uh, white man has portrayed us in a way where we're we can't marry our own people because when you marry a Hopi and you marry a Hopi, that makes a Hopi. But when you start marrying, a, you know, an outsider, a white person, then you're half Hopi, your, your childrens are half Hopi and goes down the line until there's nothing left of you. And that's the, that's the same thing that you said, is that when we do that, we are actually internally genocide our our culture. We're, we're genociding ourselves. Yeah, basically, <laughs> we have that genocidal, re, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, tendencies, tendencies. To oust ourselves in a way, like Mm -hmm. you know, because yes, uh, you know, there are a lot of kids out there are half-born, you know, half basically (laughs) muggle-born, muggle-born, muggle-born children, you know, children. And then when they do that, they're gonna have their their children as muggle-born as well too. It's funny because you know
0: we have this text group between myself, you, and our intern AJ. Yeah, and you keep saying that muggle-born. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) And now I understand what you're talking about. Congratulations, Carl, for all the insults I threw at you earlier in the episode. You actually taught me something. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> this is always a teaching yeah, that moment. That was my intent all along. That's my intent all along. I don't know why you keep arguing with me when when I know that I'm the better teacher here. <laughs> but but basically, yeah, you know, I, I I brought this up to say something, and then it ended up going yeah north, yeah. south, east, and west before it got to the intended uh, destination. But the, the, the misinterpretation that I wanted to point out is that you know because we, we, we shoot all these arrows at yeah. this idea of blood quantum but this is something that I know for a fact that we did bring up in one of our past episodes um, talking about uh, this idea of self determination that you know tribes have I, I like to say quote unquote inherent sovereignty, but that it's the tribes themselves that decides what type of enrollment that they want to adopt for, yeah. for yeah, their yeah. people. And so it's, it's, it's up to the tribe. And so when a tribe uses blood quantum, it's not really the white people's fault to an extent that it's ourselves. And like you said, I guess like what Sherman Alexie is saying is that we adopted that ourselves. And so, you know, it, it was our choice our choice to use blood quantum as a measuring stick to make determinations. And then, you know, the other fact, the other type of enrollment measuring stick out there is ancestry, is that you have to improve that your direct ancestry. And, uh, direct descendant yeah. from somebody that's on a, an original scroll and so somewhere back in the day I guess that you know the, the fed the census they yeah. went out and wrote a list of everybody who's part of the tribe and then so hundreds of years later if you can prove prove that you're a direct descendant from any of those folks that then you can claim uh, enrollment for for a certain one of those tribes but one other thing that I kind of wanted to talk to you about because then you know it's kind of a real difference listening to these AMR amr people talk about it amr girls but then yeah. listening to blood quantum listening to blood quantum listening to <laughs> Hopies talk about it because you know listening to their episode and i encourage anybody to, to listen to it i think it's just called blood quantum but it's you know yeah. all my relations they can be found on any other platform similar to carl and J-Man. but basically i didn't because it's a podcast. You can't see what they look like. No. You can only hear no. their voices because it wasn't just the two ladies. They brought on special guests. And so they had other people on there making arguments and, you know, talking about this whole topic of blood quantum. But then, you know, like. Hearing them talk, I could just picture in my head that, you know, at least two of these people probably had blonde hair and probably <laughs> had, you know, s- skin comparison to that of my kasi. And, you know, it, it, I guess that's, that's the difference, you know, in talking about this topic of blood quantum, because what does blood quantum mean on Hopi? Because then, as I've mentioned before, that we've talked about this topic to an extent, but really mostly have been talking about it from a more traditional perspective of enrollment. Because then, you know, that was part of their argument. Part of their argument on that AMR episode was that um, this idea of disenrollment or disenrolling somebody from a tribe yeah, yeah. is basically um, unknown to the traditional mindset. And I I, I would agree with that argument because then you know I don't think that there's a way that you can force somebody to not be hopi anymore. That you know a part of it is inherent, that a part of it is uh through birthright from your mother and uh other things like that. And so and 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 so I guess really thinking about that from, from a reservation perspective. Do we talk about blood quantum a lot here on the reservation? You know, I I would say no. No, I was going to say
1: that. Yeah. No, we don't. We don't talk about blood quantum, especially in the like in you know, the villages itself. Is that when we when you hear blood quantum, or it goes straight over our heads? Meaning that we don't care. Mm-hmm. We don't care what mm-hmm. blood quantum is, and we don't we don't mention that because we mentioned because what we said in the beginning that we are a matrilineal society and when you hear about that if your mother is a person that is doing like hopi things or hopi way of life then you are automatically a hopi in their eyes in in you know in the traditional hopi sense in their eyes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when we think about it is that no blood quantum does not mean a thing to us mm-hmm. out here on the
0: reservation it means something to the government mm-hmm. but to us it really doesn't and i guess speaking specifically to the reservation that you don't have a whole lot of Korohopis running around here that are barely making the cut and that are concerned for their children whether they're going to make the cut or not. And so, you know, this is something that we don't really talk about a whole lot here on the reservation because for the most part, most of us here we're well above the measuring line yeah, and so it's not a concern yeah. of ours but then when you go off the reservation and then I think then it becomes more of a concern more of a parent and because then you know one of the questions that I had is like what 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 are the benefits of being enrolled like like why why is that important that also goes back to the question that I asked about the car yeah. like, like why is it important to have and I guess really that and I, I've always thought about this in this same comparison is that having your CIB, and I've learned that in other parts of Indian country, they call it a CIIB or something crazy like that. But it's the equivalent of having a Sam's Club card. Yeah. That when you want to shop in bulk in Flagstaff, That you You have have to to go to Sam's Club, yeah. In order to shop at Sam's Club, you have to have the Sam's Club card, and so you got to display it in order to get in. And then you can get your sixty roll package of toilet paper, and then you can get your enormous packages of Sikwi. That's gonna last two incubus (laughs) because then if you don't have the Sam's Club card, you're stuck shopping at or uh, Safeway and then you know you don't get to the benefits of shopping in bulk like you get to do at Sam's Club and then so like thinking about you know enrollment being enrolled with a tribe what are some of the benefits that are equivalent to being able to buy that 60 roll package of toilet paper
1: you know I don't think that I've used my my card for anything purposely. Uh-huh. I did use it once at a casino, <laughs> <laughs> and the guy got mad at me because it wasn't a Arizona, you know, issued yeah. license. Yeah, and I said that no, this is a it's government. A this is a federal. This is a government by the federal government, government document, and he had a fit. He had this huge fit, you know, it's like, no, you have to show your Arizona driver's license or your ID stating that you are, uh, you know, 21. And I said, I'm 21. Yes, I look older than 21. And he said that "I, I can see that. But are you are you legal enough to be here? And I said that this is the legal document that your people have issued (laughs) me. Your people, your people, (laughs) have issued me to state that I am legal here as a legal citizen and as a legal participant of this fine establishment to do whatever what is being done here. And you know, they had, of course, the floor guys came in and they're like, "Um, "You can you just show us your Arizona?" I was like, "No, (laughs) this is it.
0: This is my this is my way." of showing this who i am because the reality of it was was that's all he had because that's all all i I had (laughs) (laughs)
1: because
0: that was only in the car that's why
1: (laughs) but but anyway it was they threw a fit and because of the way that we portrayed ourselves as this is who we are they can't recognize that we are basically who we are Mm -hmm. you know we have to have some sort of legalization that saying that it's either you're an arizonan that you have these papers or you're not Mm -hmm. and when you have something different then they throw
0: a fit saying that you are different in a way and you know i I think that that's interesting that that you brought that up because then you know in talking about this as far as proving your existence yeah like you know having that cib proves your existence of being Of being that And I think that's probably What you're getting to At the very beginning About being a half person Or being a full person And then so You know Working extra hard To make sure that the world knows that this is who you are. But I think, you know, I think one of the biggest things as far as talking about benefits of being enrolled and, you know, we use it often. And, you know, we use it often and that's uh, services at your local IHS, at your local Indian health center. And so, you know, you got the Hopi healthcare center out here on the reservation. And then a lot of our people go to Tuba city regional healthcare corporation for services. And the fact that we are able to use those services for, a cheap cost is the fact that we're enrolled. We're yeah. enrolled members of the tribe. And so, you know, that's another thing, too, is that these IHS services, are supposed to serve everybody. Yeah, And so even if you're a Pahana, you could yeah, go you in could there, go over there. Yeah. and get your services, except that you wouldn't get the the native discount. No. As far as your services go through that. And so, you know, that's kind of a benefit. And so, you know, I did use those services when I was living out in Phoenix during my college years. Yeah. And so, you know, you had those moments where, I don't know, you drink too much and you feel like you need a, <laughs> Some a doctor's opinion on your <laughs> liver and stuff like that. So you go to IHS and they never, I never paid. I never yeah. paid a cent yeah. because then, you know, I are you an enrolled tribal member? Yes, here's my uh, my enrollment number. Yeah. And then they pull it up and then in turn, then you get to use the benefits of, of, of those that. IHS services. And there's, you know, multitude of other services that are provided for Native people as a result of being part of the club. And so, you know, that there's more benefits and similarities to being a Sam's Club gift card member or a Costco gift card member that you, know, you get these benefits. You know, one thing that I always wanted uh, for that CIB to
1: represent is to be tax free for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we, Natives pay a lot of taxes. You know, we, we're basically Americans in a way. But, you yeah, we didn't choose to do that. We were forced to be. We didn't choose for America to come here. Yeah, we I didn't choose. Yeah, we didn't choose to have that American way plastered on us. So if you know, if you're going to issue this card to us, at least make it sure that we don't pay taxes at all
0: you know federal taxes or state taxes i would like to see that and and so you know that that's another that's another benefit of being enrolled is that um we don't have to pay state taxes although if you do live off the reservation you do have to pay state taxes we all have to pay federal taxes which is unfortunate but if you're living on the reservation then you don't have to pay state taxes but then you know and i think also what differs as far as what some of these benefits are is what your tribe provides right and so like what what are some benefits of being enrolled with the Hopi tribe? Well, I mean, like, you sometimes get free wood. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Or, or sometimes you get some coal. You like, get some coal, I, I, you know, like two bags of coal. In my village, you know, they do shen- send out Facebook notifications. yeah uh, a dump truck of coals coming in yeah. so everybody can come and get get buckets of wood <laughs> and so really nothing that that kind of benefits our way of life. You know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this real quick because okay. this, this is like completely separate from okay, go ahead. kind of what you're we talking about. Okay. It's kind of a personal rent. Alright. But you know our villages out here that they get things of free service to them based on the population of yeah. their village size. Yeah yeah and so lower munkapi You get free coal and free wood because of how many people say that they're from lower moon yeah, which means that it's wrong to only give those amenities out to the people who live within the village? Yeah, because then really you got it because of everybody. Yeah, that says that they're part of the village. So I, I thought that that was kind of relevant. Well, too. go live in the <laughs> village then. God damn, it's that
1: simple. Go live in the village and get your free uh, stuff over there.
0: Uh, that's funny. <laughs> but anyway, that that was kind of a, a, a side a side You Gieter. know, um, one
1: thing that kind of stood out to me was that there there is a map that shows like the citizenship of what, who offers what citizenship is, you know, you have North America and then you have, you have the Asian continents, Mm -hmm. you know, you have all the Asian continents, the African continent, they have what is called rule of the blood. Mm -hmm. And what that means is that if you're born, your citizenship depends on the the citizenship of your parents. Mm -hmm. And with us, like in North America and South America, it's basically if you were if you're born there, you're automatically offered citizenship, no matter where your parents were were from mm-hmm. in the in the beginning. So, which to me is that you know, yes, Americans were when when basically when we, we were they invaded us, mm-hmm. they they became American citizens. Mm-hmm. Their offsprings became American mm-hmm. citizens. We as Native Americans had to prove. That we were real, had to prove that we were part of this this land here. Because it was called the rule of the land when they started to invade, you know, the United States or Mm pre-America. So... When you think about it, is that yes, all of that does make sense. All of the the blood quantum, all of that does make sense in a way because it was developed by the white man himself, and that, like you, you know, all of this that has been said. Yes, everything has been true because of what, like you know, the uh, what was it, the assimilation that we had to go through in order for us to prove that we are still native here. We are still have that full-blooded hopiness inside mm-hmm, ourselves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it, it's it's very strange to me and it's very kind it, and when you talk about this especially when when you talk about this like in the Kiva
0: or when you talk you know, about like this they really don't care yeah yeah, yeah. really don't and, care what what you're talking about and I, I guess it's really how you perceive it because then like that like us here on the reservation yeah like most of us you know we know in our hearts that we're Hopi because yeah. you know we do the Hopi we, we, thing we've talked about this throughout yeah yeah episodes, yeah and so we've talked this to death but then you know and, and like that like because we don't really consider the, the benefit side of, of it I guess of being an enrolled member and like you said what are the benefits of being enrolled in the Hopi tribe well once in a while you get free wood yeah you get the benefit of voting which we, none of us exercise we, yeah. because then what's the point of it <laughs> and, and so you know but then when you think about some of these different tribes yeah when you think about some of these multi-million dollar tribes, yeah, then the dynamic really changes because then what's the benefit <laughs> yes. of being enrolled with the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian Community? What is the benefit of being enrolled with the Fort McDowell uh, Indian community down there and you know I think the first thing that comes to a lot of our minds is per cap. Yep, per cap is you get access to per capita payments yep. and so basically you know and I, I think that each tribe is different of when they issue that but I think that really changes things a lot and see and I think that's why Hopis we don't think about that a whole lot no because there's no real benefits of being <laughs> enrolled with the Hopi tribe as far as like actual benefits that are measurable yeah Things that can be put into your pockets. Like materialistic things, things. that yeah. can push your you know, your life ways up. And I, I you know, I shouldn't say that. I say that jokingly. But I think, you know, one benefit that we do take extremely for granted, especially here on Hopi, is the fact that we can have access to this land and be able to live here. Yeah. Because I've always made the argument that, you know, we don't know how good we have it because then when you build a home here on the reservation, all you have to pay for is the construction of the home. Yeah. After that you don't have to pay any mortgage you don't have to pay the, permit, any yeah, the permits any permits any type of yeah. what do they call that? those uh, HO's uh, those homeowner oh yeah the uh, HMO stuff HMO yeah. stuff and so you know we're we're completely free of that yeah and so but then you know talking about some of these bigger things right these these bigger tribes that yeah. have lots of money because then i guess you know the, the 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 conversation that i've always had in my head with myself and i know this to be a fact that like what if you had uh an Ottum father. Yeah. Like somebody from the Salt River tribe. Yeah. Or what if you had a father from the Fort McDowell tribe? Yeah. Then would you think twice about which tribe to enroll with?
1: Whoever has the biggest wallet, I go with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, screw,
0: screw Hopi. Here. All you get is free coal and two bags of coal. <laughs> and, you know, because I was thinking about this before we came in. Yeah. And, you know, because then, you know... And I, I, as as more and more we talk, I'm realizing yeah. that, you know, your argument's becoming even more valid that, you know, we, we are racist people. And, you know, <laughs> I think it's just we because we still call Pimas Pimas. We still, even though, you know, that their traditional name is Atom, we still yeah. call them Pimas. Yeah. And so when you think about these big tribes that have lots of this uh, money that, you know, I do know individuals. I do know Hopis that are Hopi on their mother's side. But their fathers are Pimas. Then they're enrolled with the casino tribe. Yeah. Because then they get more benefits. And so like living in Hopi... If you're thinking about like a comparison, it's like living in Guadalupe in the Phoenix area and then living at Salt River or Fort McDowell. That's like Paradise Valley in Scottsdale. Yeah. And so it's like if yeah. you had a choice to enroll your kid into the uh, Guadalupe Elementary School, and no disrespect <laughs> to those people there, I'm sure they work hard, or they could go to uh, Paradise Valley uh, Charter School. As a parent, which choice are you making? And you know, I always thought that if I had a chance... To do that, I think that I would. And I wouldn't look down on any person that does because then you think about us, right? Yeah. We, we're college guys. Yeah. We've gone yeah. through the college process. Yeah. And both you and I, are, as a result of it, are in debt. Yep. But if you enroll your kid to the Paradise Valley Charter School, guess what? Free ride yep. for college. Yep. All expenses paid. And on top of that, when they hit their 18th birthday trust fund, comes into play and so <laughs> then in turn then you know you're living you're, on easy you're living on easy street have you been to guadalupe you i, know? I, I like, have oh my I god have. it's like little tijuana like are you <laughs> are you even in phoenix anymore it's like <laughs> You know, I'm, you know that's that's a reservation there. That's, really? It's a reservation. I, I, a, I went yeah.
1: down, I got stuck down there for, the I don't yachties, know. The It was so weird. I was like, oh my God, are we back in Hot Vela again? You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all ratty down here. I must have fell <laughs> asleep while I was driving, and then I'm back in Hot <laughs> <laughs> It
1: was like, I took the wrong turn in Tempe, and I was already in Guadalupe. But anyway, yeah, I mean, like it's it. This whole conversation, uh, it, it it can go on forever. You know, we can we can it it can go it on can go forever. on forever. But, you know,
0: you know I, I think that you know, just just kind of one more thing before we go. Yeah, is that you know because then you know we're we're talking about enrollment and I guess as far as hope he goes, it's not really that much of an issue. Yeah, specifically here on the reservation. But then you know, as a part of that AMR conversation, is that you know, I guess their real concern is that you know, at some point, then it it. Eliminates thousands of people. Yeah. From claiming to be whatever tribe it is that they're complaining to be. Yeah. I remember I, I believe that the phrase that they said on there is that, you know, it eliminates one thousand relatives. And basically you're saying that they're not our people anymore. And my jackass way of thinking, you know, in my head, but are they really your people then? You know, if they're, if they've just gone way beyond whatever the quarter limit is or whatever, you know, being able to prove that they're an ans- direct ancestor, but any you know, and that, that's, that's just how we think. But, you know, I, I do think that, you know, a part of being a part of the club and, you know, it does tend to be a problem because then I, I think it becomes a problem with misrepresentation. It's the fact that, you know, you do have folks out there that want to be associated as native Yeah, Yeah. they they want to be a part of this culture And, you know, optically You know, they don't look like us That, you know, their skin's a lot lighter And, you know, I don't know if that's something That we should focus on a whole lot But, you know, basically Because last week, you know We did talk about this idea of experience Of experiencing Hopi About hearing the language About participating in ceremony About doing all of these things That the res kids do The village kids, you know Living this village lifestyle And participating in it and then in turn you know you have these folks that have none of that experience but yet they know in their hearts of hearts somewhere down the line 10 generations ago that they had a Cherokee princess (laughs) as a grandmother and so therefore you know they try real hard they go to Ancestry.com and try to figure out how that they're associated with some sort of native tribe I've even heard you know from one of the former chairmen's uh uh Work, staff workers that they get a lot of calls from behind us basically how, how, how can I figure out if I'm Hopi or not because yeah. you know yeah. I, I slept in a TP naked and you know steamed myself <laughs> with uh, sacred a, sacred steam from the vision. sacred stones from yeah. the rivers of uh, Grand Tucket I don't know and then you know I had a vision <laughs> and then therefore you know it told me to go see the Hopis because I believe in my hearts of hearts that I'm a Hopi person but then you know you do have folks that do fall into that realm that do try to be a part of the club that they want to use the IHS services that they want to have access to the free wood every other month on Hopi or you know so forth and so then in turn in addition to that as well that these same individuals And this was a conversation on AMR too. Are they good citizens? Are they getting their enrollment card and are they bringing something of benefit to the community or are they just using their benefit, their membership card to bring benefit just to themselves? And I think that the Hurt Museum was a perfect uh, backdrop of that because then like that, like even though you're barely native, no experience being out there yet, you're using that affiliation to sell art. And say that this is 100% indigenous-made. Yeah. And that you know, it inspiration came from the homelands of so and so tribe, and you know the symbolism, the sacredness of our people. But yet, in reality, they probably saw it off of an episode of Reservation Dogs, and you know, and and then uh, appropriating. That affiliation to benefit themselves and so you know I, I think that that's another topic of conversation and so you know we actually did cover some some pretty good points. Yeah yeah so, exactly you know,
1: like I said you know this conversation can go on forever and ever but you know look out uh, if you guys want to pay a subscription to hear another deep insight for like after the episode we'll be talking about content. It. yeah we'll be talking more about this episode on our paid subscription list so if you guys want to hear more about it go ahead and pay $7.99. Uh, you know, I, I think it's 7 seven ninety nine a month. Uh, get your email down and everything like that. And you get to listen to our paid content. Our paid content is really great as tell, well, too. Tell them
0: what's on our paid content, Carl. Um, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think what we said last week is that it's, it's more of the conversation of the, the weekly topic. Yeah. Some more personal Perspectives Personal perspectives for me and I. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and like, hopefully, you know, it's a more personable conversation with those of you that do paint.
1: So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like last week's uh, conversation, we did have an insight mm-hmm, of that, mm-hmm. and we shared our more deeper opinions mm-hmm. about it. You know, exactly. not being Carl and J Man, it's more being like you know Charles and Charles and Bronson. Here, <laughs> <so>. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if you guys want to donate uh, something like that, go to, well, it, it's not donating anymore. So if you guys want to subscribe now, go to anchor.fm slash cjpodcast85 to subscribe to our our uh, monthly thing. You get free content or you get that paid content. It's really, really great. It's basically, you're not getting 10 episodes, you're getting 20, 20 episodes. Exactly. So, and plus two, if you guys want to donate something, go to buymeacoffee.com slash CJ podcast uh, to donate $1 or more. Or if you guys just want to uh, honor us, just go to, uh, you know, just shout us out on Facebook or Instagram.
0: And if you're not following us on our social media accounts, you can find us at Carl and J-Man all across the board on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok accounts. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to give us a five-star review because you're not five stars unless your Apple Podcast says you're five stars. And if you're not listening to this on Spotify, go take a second listen on Spotify and increase our pockets, which goes... Goes to making the podcast bigger. Yeah, exactly. And I can promise you that Carl and I are poor and not living <laughs> off the episodes. That CBI is not giving me anything. <laughs> I don't know why I'm enrolled in the whole Can't life. even get a discount on Krabnick.
1: <laughs> Can't even get a g- discount at uh the village store here. <laughs> All right, well, you've been listening to Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. My name is Carl, and this is my best friend
0: J-Man. So long what qua.